0: we are. Hello and welcome to Brewskies and House Keys. I am Nick Papantanakis.
1: And I am Nicole Kostelecki.
0: We are your hosts. We are also real estate agents with Remax Alliance in Old Town Armada uh, here to hang out and talk about beer and talk about real estate. Um, we're here. We're back. It's been a couple of weeks off. Yeah,
1: you were on vacation, weren't you? I was on
0: vacation. I, uh, I was on trips. two very quickly... Turnaround vacations. I took one for a wedding, one for a quick trip to San Diego. It was a lot of time spent in California. It was a lot of
1: fun. Was it nice? Was, it was the weather good? Beautiful.
0: Especially for the wedding, which was, I mean, what you want when it's a wedding. So that was lovely to have. And then um yeah, the the trip to San Diego was kind of uh seeing old friends. So that was really fun. It was a quick turnaround trip, only two days. So but happy to go, but is always happy to come home too. It's always hard to be away from my own bed that long. I think that's how it feels. So, how about yeah. you? Anything yeah. over the Memorial Day weekend?
1: I hung out around here, did some work, some golfing. I handed out American flags in my neighborhood. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah,
0: that makes me happy.
1: Some gardening. It was great.
0: It's kind of the same thing as we talked about with Mother's Day. There's the outdoor requirement. I think when the weather when the weather's nice because we were getting a lot of rain too. So
1: and this time I did garden. Last time I didn't. Of you. You <laughs> so, did mowed the lawn, all those good things. Mm. It was kind of rainy here, though. It was. Yeah. Yeah, and Which My mom
0: appreciated that, for sure, yeah. It's beyond needed right now. So it's been rainy. We're, we're having a nice day today. And on a nice day, I like to drink a nice cold beverage. What are we drinking today?
1: So today, I am drinking the Ice Cutter Kolsch. Say that five times fast. <laughs> From Joyride Brewery. Have you been there?
0: I have never set foot in oh, Joyride. Okay. I drive by it all the time, and I've never gone in there. So I, this is my first sip of their beer, and I am pleased. I'm yeah. very pleased.
1: It's awesome. It's a good location. It's right by Sloan's Lake in Edgewater. I think it's on the what northwest corner. And they have a rooftop patio. Good vibes. They'll have like food trucks out there.
0: Looks awesome. And
1: it is great.
0: I love that whole area over there in Edgewater. And that's like that fixture right there on... It's on Sheridan, right?
1: Right off Sheridan, yeah. You could go walk around the lake. Like, I think it's like a mile. Yeah. Is it a mile or a yeah. mile and a half? And then go get a beer.
0: Love it. The uh, the beer over here that's a little bit darker, I, I'm going to say this the best I can because it's a Scottish ale. This is the Dune Toon, Toon, Toon Scottish Ale, which I think uh, normally yeah. Scottish ales, for those of you that don't know, are... Pretty high alcohol content beers, like 9%, 10%. And they have a very specific flavor. This has that same flavor, 5%. And I'm very pleased with that. I wasn't expecting it, so it's quite delicious. So yeah. Definitely worth checking out, Joyride. I will be going there, I know that, because rooftop patio, delicious beer. What more do we need?
1: You can't have kids, though, on the rooftop patio. One Side note.
0: Babysitter night, gotcha. Yes. Deal. So
1: Callie <laughs> tried to bring Stella up there and we weren't allowed but, oh, <laughs> so, It's a baby, come on I know what, it's a baby But that's do. okay, that's it's alright Just in case there's some railings there, so you never know
0: That's I, fair, I, I so. so let's get into it this week This week we are talking about the inspection process Yes And we kind of wanted to dive into it, I think, from both perspectives The buyer's side and the seller's side So I think you know, maybe we'll kick off with the buyer side. I'll let you start.
1: Yeah, dive in. Yep. So inspection normally takes place towards the beginning of the under contract period. So it's kind of one of the first due diligence items that a buyer will do. So you go ahead and schedule that um, with an inspector, and basically along with that, I do suggest some other things because you can you can do the radon testing which is important here. EPA suggests for, I guess I forgot the What the units. measurement is. 4.0. Point, four point <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, So they they suggest that or lower. So you kind of want to stick around there. Make sure you double check that. And then also do the sewer scope. I, do you do that? Do you have your buyers do a sewer scope Every as Every well?
0: single time. Even I had one. Um, it was a few months ago that they... They the seller let us know they had had the sewer line replaced in 2021. We did it anyway. Still
1: do it. Absolutely. You never know. And that'll just CYA. So,
0: CYA. Yeah. My favorite thing.
1: Yep. And so as an inspector, what they're going to do is kind of come in, check all the major systems in the house. So they'll look at, um, you know, electric, foundation, just kind of baseline items as well as the roof, you know, hot water heater, furnace, all of that. And kind of go over... All those systems, and they'll do their inspection process first, and then they kind of go over it with the buyer as well. So kind of show them ins and outs of their own home.
0: Which I think is, I mean, gosh, it's super crucial as you get into that. Yes, you've been house hunting. Finally, you got under contract. Yay! You got to know that house yes, that you're buying.
1: Oh, 100%. It's very important to know what you're getting into, And there might be a long list of items. You know, some of the things can be major and some maybe not so much. And you can think of those as more like a to-do list. But it's good to know exactly what you're getting.
0: Now, Nicole, I've heard in this market that to get an offer accepted, I should waive my inspection. Is that something you suggest to me?
1: (laughs) Definitely don't waive it. I, yeah, definitely do not waive it. You always, always, always want to get the inspection done, no matter what. And I mean, if it comes back and it's something that there's some major items, that way you can terminate if needed.
0: And I think that's probably the biggest factor there. Not the termination thing, but knowing, like I said, knowing what you're getting into. So right. there are no mysteries and and covering your own, you know, investment. Yeah.
1: And investment. <laughs> but both. <laughs>
0: but it's also, it's also something that is protective for the seller because... That way, you know, they're not selling a, a junky bill of goods. You know, it's 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 keeping everything on the level. I think that's, it's just the right thing to do. Don't waive inspections. Please get inspections done. Exactly. That's your public service announcement for today.
1: And it's not, I mean, they're not that expensive either. So just so you know, the cost is paid for by the buyer. Um, typically, you know, an inspection will hmm. run around, these are, just estimates it depends on who you pick but like about $400 for the inspection about 75 for radon 100 for a sewer scope um just right around there so
0: worth it for peace of mind
1: yeah
0: 100%, 100%. Definitely. every time
1: so on the seller side Nick what um what are some things that you kind of suggest to your sellers
0: well knowing that it's it's going to be coming that's uh, it's there again there are those that waive it but Nine times out of 10, you're going to have an inspection done when someone goes under contract to buy your home. And so knowing what that clause in the contract really says, I think is very beneficial to the seller. The language itself, not to get too nerdy for you all, but the language itself mostly benefits the buyer. It gives the buyer a lot of opportunities to say, no thanks because of this, because of that, because of this. However, it's important to understand how that works with inspection objections and resolutions specifically so that you know what you're getting into. You you have an expectation set. I think that setting expectation piece, and that's where that, that listing agent with the seller would come into play, set that expectation up front because we may have some of those items that we have to talk about. I think that's a really important piece as a seller um, do
1: you ever suggest doing an inspection before you list your home?
0: So that's that's an awesome question. I think that is by far one of the best practices you can get into. It demystifies the process. You know, you know all the things. You may have lived in that home for 25 years, but you guaranteed don't know every single thing about what's going on behind the walls or in the foundation or in the attic or whatever it may be. So it's a very, very smart thing to do. Absolutely. And there's, there's a flip side of that coin because there is a document that you fill out as a seller before you put your home on the market called a seller's property disclosure. And that is you disclosing all known material facts about your home. That's mm-hmm. exactly how it's worded. And so by doing that pre-inspection, you're gaining another list of known facts about the home. So everything you know from that inspection or that pre-inspection, you got to disclose it. Right. Not a bad thing. But it also gives you that list in case you you find out, oh my gosh, my foundation needs to be fixed. No one's going to buy this house or they're, I'm going to get way less for it if they know there's a problem with it. If you want to spend that money or the water heater's about to go over, right. or things like that, if you want to spend that money up front, it could actually help you yield and net a lot more on the sale price of the home. So it's actually a very smart kind of set of things to go through. So definitely what I would suggest and what probably a lot of agents would suggest is best practice for sure.
1: Yeah, and maybe cause... Um, not cause as much heartache down the road, too, as far as people backing out of the contract.
0: Absolutely. Well, it it feels more honest, right? You're being able to say, these are all the things I know. I did the work to find them out. And I want to put that out there for you, buyer. And hopefully we can, you know, all agree that this is what's going on. They'll still probably do their inspection, and that's good. But they really should. But at the end of the day, the other thing I would definitely suggest as as a seller's agent, as a listing agent, is... You know, let's talk about possible scenarios with the home. You did your pre-inspection. You know the roof needs to be repaired, but you're not going to do it. We do have to disclose that. So let's talk about what that might look like with an offer coming in. Right. They may ask for something in that regard, you know, once they have their inspection done. Are you comfortable with giving, you know, some sort of concession at closing or perhaps coming meeting halfway or whatever the scenario might be? I think having those conversations up front with sellers is really important too. Definitely. Sets so that's the expectation
1: kind of thing. Yeah. And so to kind of take a little bit of a step back, so the way the inspection, there's a few deadlines associated with it. So there's an inspection objection, uh, inspection termination, and an inspection resolution. So typically, inspection objection and termination are the same day. Is that kind of how you... Typically. Usually how I write yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes then you, I'll
0: put that termination a couple days Yeah, past.
1: Yep, and then sometimes you have, and then you'll have the resolution a few days after. So on the buy side, you want to get that inspection done a few days before that inspection objection deadline so that you know exactly what you're getting into and you have some time to think about it, maybe formulate your thoughts, talk to your agent, um, and come up with basically the best strategy going forward when it comes to your objection, um, or if you decide to terminate as well. And then sometimes you might want to bring in other experts. So say if the inspector comes in, they see a foundation, some issues with the foundation. Well, they're inspectors. They're licensed in that. But you might want to get a structural engineer out there to check that out. Or an electrician, certified electrician. That's really good
0: advice, because inspectors aren't going to be professionals in each specific right part of that right they, they know how to look for the certain aspects of the home and they're usually extremely thorough mm-hmm. but gosh if you if you know there might be a problem just make sure you have that yeah. completely buttoned and up, and
1: maybe get some quotes just do everything on your own end do your own due diligence and make sure you are 100% prepared to go into the next set of negotiations
0: and I think that's super crucial because if you do end up and kind of more from that seller focus piece, if you do end up with, you know, as a seller, you get an inspection objection from that buyer.
1: Yep. So you'll get a list of items or maybe one or two. So I'll write it up as an agent, you know, kind of ask for the certain things that whatever the buyer would like to ask for and then pass that off to the seller and then it's kind of in their hands.
0: If I'm the buyer, can I come to you as my agent and say, "I don't really like the paint color, Nicole. Can can you ask them to change that before I move in?"
1: I, I don't suggest that. <laughs> so, it's a little nitpicky. It's something that you can do, you know, once you go under con- or once you get the house, right?
0: You typically look more for the big
1: the big stuff. Big ticket items. Foundation, electric, water heater, furnace, AC.
0: Which are roof, high dollar, yeah, major health and safety pieces to the home. I mean,
1: radon, sewer, yeah, exactly.
0: Totally. So I agree with that. That was maybe kind of a softball question. Yeah. I couldn't help it. Yeah, but yep. I only say it because I've heard it. That's, why I, happy. that's why, I, happy that. why. I put it out there. So Can
1: you only know, them to. Okay. It's, you know, it's you see all things.
0: We see all kinds of things. Yeah. We work with it all. Very well, true. on the um, on that inspection objection side, on the seller side, you know, it is as. As we discussed, it's important to have that expectation set ahead of time. They may ask for some of these things, especially if you know the furnace needs to be replaced soon or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. So I think um, understanding, and this is where working with your agent also comes into play, what that realistic number should be. Because a lot of times, you know, sometimes that objection will say, we want this repaired before closing. Sometimes it'll say... um, you know, we want X amount of dollars, concession credit at closing to pay for this after we move into the home. The only way to know that, and this is where it's really crucial to have your agent, you know, a good agent, probably a Remax agent, but a good agent in general uh, to to have that ability to pick up the phone. Call that other agent. If, I, if you're the buyer's agent and you know that your your buyer wants to ask for these three things and you're not sure how that's going to work, are you just going to write it up and send it over?
1: Good point. So, no, I would first talk to them about it, of course. Totally. And kind of let them know, okay, here's what's coming. How's, you know, how is the seller going to take it? And then write it up based on that. So, kind of based on that. And then as well as what the buyer wants. So, if a buyer decides they do want to ask for all those things, I'll, you know, that's what I would do.
0: Ultimately, your loyalty is right. to your client. Yeah, of course. And I think, um, you know, I love the fact that you said that I will. I will have that conversation and kind of write it up based on that because it could be that you say, hey, you know, my buyer wants to ask for these three things. You know, a lot of times that conversation comes across as, would your seller be willing to fix those before closing or would they be willing to credit us money Correct. at closing? Yeah,
1: and then you can kind of look at it from that perspective. Yeah.
0: And that way it's it's agreed upon. There again, the expectation is clear for everybody right. and it's not going to be a mystery when that objection comes in and you can hopefully reach an easy resolution because you took the time to pick up the phone.
1: Correct. Correct. So you'll get that objection as a seller, as a seller's agent, you know, a couple days say before the inspection resolution. And then what do you typically do when you get that and talk to your sellers about it? It'll just, be like line items, right? Yep.
0: It's got to be, it's got to be really honest. It's got to mm-hmm. be really open and honest. And you have to have that expectation from your seller too. And make sure that they know that's the expectation. We just, we need to talk this through. Would you be willing to repair the sewer line before uh, before they move out, or if not, would you be willing to credit? I'm gonna pull a number out of thin air, ten thousand dollars to them off of the sale price, basically as a concession at closing to fix that sewer line. Yes or no? Right. And that that has to be a real honest conversation. And and I think what's important as the agent is to to make sure the seller understands what this means. If they say, no, that's not reasonable. I'm not going to pay that much money. I'm not going to credit them that much money. I'm not going to credit them any money. It's it's always important to have, and I don't like using it, but it's important to have it in your back pocket of, okay, then let's let them terminate. Then we'll go back on the market. Now we know this has to be repaired. So we either have to disclose it mm-hmm. or we have to um, get it repaired before we put it back on the market. So we can do that. Let's, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and move forward with those steps. It's that, it sometimes shakes them up enough yeah. to, to understand that maybe there's a, it's not my way or no way. It's sometimes there's some middle ground that we can reach.
1: Right. And I think the best thing to do in this whole process is just be realistic, come to a good, solid negotiation where everyone's happy. Absolutely. That's ideal. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And that's where that conversation yeah. that, between the agents comes in. So I think that's that's a great way that's to put it. That's where it's very important. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And I think that, that probably brings us into that kind of thought process of what an ideal scenario would look like for an inspection resolution is that buyer asked for X, Y, and Z. Seller said, I can give X and Y. Buyer is okay with that.
1: Moving on. And we move on.
0: <laughs> because yeah. inspection is early. And usually that, term, that, that, that deadline is early enough that right. that's one of the buyer's times to get out of the contract. But, you know, it's still important, I think, to, to know that that could be an out. And when you bring the gravity of, well, then we walk away, we terminate, we move, you know, let's move on. Sometimes your buyer or your seller needs that too. And they can be shaken back to it and say, okay, wait, maybe we don't want to do that.
1: Yeah. Find yeah.
0: the ideal situation. So. Yeah.
1: So. Okay,
0: cool. That's a nutshell. It's a nutshell of inspections. We uh, We hope it was educational. I feel like we covered a lot. Covered a lot of ground.
1: Yes, that was just good. a lot about inspections. Definitely, so very important.
0: Um, and then, definitely, don't forget check out Joyride. We have an address. Can our engineer put the address up on the our producer engineer? I always give him a different title. Our extraordinaire aficionado yeah, of podcastery. I got you covered. Thank you, thank so, you. He's also enjoying cool. a beer, by the way. That's how we pay him. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, don't forget to check them out and if you like what you're hearing uh, soon to be broadcast on more than just YouTube uh, please subscribe to Brewskis and Housekeys on YouTube uh, we'll let you know when we launch on other podcast platforms you can also check hey, us out soon. On, Yes, soon <laughs> soon we're almost there it's amazing um, and you can check us out on Instagram
1: yep uh, it's Costa Lucky Homes
0: and I'm at nickp1.reco so. Yeah. All right, well, I would say that's Cheers. a wrap. Have a lovely day, everybody.